welcome everybody to the world infamous, the world renowned. Actually, they can't. It can't be both. <laughs> it's either renowned or infamous. So we're gonna stick with infamous. <laughs> I've been saying that for a really long time, and I just realized the irony of that. Uh, <laughs> the world infamous weekly podcast. I am your host, Darren Torres, aka Analysis Forty Nine. With me today is my friend and co-host, Mr. Aaron Field. Hey, how's it going? Happy New Year. Oh yeah, Happy New Year. Dude, to me it's just another day, and I'm not going to start complaining immediately. I'll wait maybe until <laughs> the second part of the... Uh, but yeah, we are here on January 1st, 2021. Fuck you, 2020. Yeah, 2020. Piece of shit year. Now... I will say today is a special day. It's actually my dad's birthday. Oh. He's a New Year's baby. No shit. I didn't know that. Shout out to you, dad. Happy birthday. He doesn't listen to this, but shout out to you. (laughs) Um, Am I allowed to... I'm not allowed to say, but I've known of your father and... um, for quite some time, and uh, after all these years of knowing you, I still have yet to meet him, so I'm looking forward to that. Maybe this year, if all this bullshit goes away, we can start traveling again safely. Well, yeah. He actually... Because I've never been to Utah either. He visited us in early this... No, sorry. Right before... Sorry, I just told everybody where he lives. Right before Thanksgiving, he visited for uh, three or four days. So... Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Like, I thought I was going to see him... um, but, you know, obviously we were trying to be safe and distant and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, this is the first podcast that we're recording in the new year. I didn't think I'd make it this far. I made several attempts of quitting, to be honest. <laughs> and um, I've been silent for a while. Uh, and it's it was kind of, at first, for a, a bad reason, but... I've been stepping up my networking game and uh, getting pro tips from actual pros in this industry. And so hopefully if I keep doing the, uh, the podcast is going to continue, but I might be changing the format of it, which I've been talking about for quite some time. And, and so in one way, shape or form, the podcast, a week late isn't going anywhere, but the movie reviews might change. We've already done um, some mini reviews on Stereo, mm-hmm. Stereo app, and we actually got a new listener that chimed in, and she's like, "I really like what you're doing. I'm gonna go check out. I'm gonna check you out on iTunes, right?" Well, what would be cool is if you could upload those to Stereo, but you can't. You have to first record it in, stu- in Stereo, then you can save the file and post it elsewhere. That's not entirely no. true. No. YouTube and Twitch are allowing you to do simulcast. Right in live, like live broadcasting. So that's what I'm saying. Once we get every, all the all the bugs worked out and get right. it figured out, you could start in stereo, simulcast to Twitch and YouTube, right. and then you could even save the file to upload it to your website and all your right. RSS well, feed. I have some stereo files that um, I've gotten permission from talks I've had on stereo. So those are going to be if I do decide to post those, it's going to stop being more about movies and then more about conversations about movies. Mm-hmm. So like I said the 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 format is might change but the podcast will still be there. It just depends on the strategy uh in which we're going to take it. So um but if it stops working altogether, uh if you're not if if you see it uh, weeklate.com is gone that means I have quit or died. <laughs> um I'll keep it going. I'll yeah. keep it going. Sure. 
Just maybe one episode a year. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> Consistency is key. Um, so this kind of happened last minute. Uh, the reason I haven't been um, on the interwebs uh, over the holidays, well, it was over the holidays, and I, I usually take long breaks um, in between doing the show and like Christmas and the holidays. Uh, we're getting off to a good start because um, we wasted no time recording the first podcast of the year, and it happened by accident, like a lot of our podcasts do, so I think that's a good sign. Um, and I was upgrading my work computer, so I wasn't able to be online in my normal fashion for, I would say, four or five days. So there was that as well. I had very limited uh, access to my normal goings-on because I was using somebody else's computer and I didn't want to download too many things. And it's really, it's really been hectic. And uh, anyway, I've been struggling through some um, health issues, non non-COVID related, so don't worry about that. I've been probably safer than anybody I know. I've only left the house four times in a year. Yeah. Um, and that's saying something <clears throat> for my sanity, which is almost completely gone. So, the idea is, um, and if this is your first episode listening, welcome. Thank you for the returning listeners and for being patient with my consistency, but the inconsistency is at least consistent, so I'm doing that right. Mm-hmm. Um, you sort of have to, as a listener, you sort of have to just guess and go on the website or check your RSS feed or check SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify. We're available everywhere. And, you know, just check it periodically because I, I don't even know when I'm coming out with my next episode. So uh, thank you guys for putting up with my randomness. you got to um, love those, those, those ironic catch-22s like that, though. You're consistently inconsistent. Same thing at my job. They're a communications company, and you know what they're worst at? Communication. <laughs> that it, is funny. It's like seriously. I thought you were going to say consistency. No. But... <laughs> it's like, how can you be a communications company and be this bad? Yeah, man. I at, don't get at, it. at communicating with your employees. Yeah. I don't get it. That's so funny. Well, because they're worried about the bottom line and not the people under it. You I'm know? just talking about like releasing new products. Like, oh, hey, guess what's coming out tomorrow? Here you go. Here, learn about it. Oh, well, like tomorrow? Really? Like a good example of that. Uh, We're going to get calls about this and we don't know anything about it. A good it. example of that was when said company uh, contract ran out with one of their products. Yes. And you... We, you, got, we got notified of it like a day before. And I, and I had just bought one of their products and I was like, why didn't you tell me before I bought it? Like, it was just... It was like, you just like, you work for them and you figured it out that day too. They emailed you about it. Yeah. Same day. Yeah, we got, we got a, a rush email like... Ooh, whoops, negotiations broke down. We're no longer going to be offering this product. <laughs> As of tomorrow. And the title of the email was, whoopsie-doo. <laughs> whoopsie-doo, yeah. Um, I've, I've had to talk to many a, a pissed-off customer over it, too, because they accidentally uninstalled the app, and they can't reinstall it afterward. <laughs> well, the reason you're here and we're doing an impromptu uh, show is because we, like I said, we were upgrading my, my work computer, and... I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a smart guy. I work tech support for... Well, we've already talked about Nokia, even though we're not supposed to talk about Nokia. Um, Are they even still around? Yeah, they're still around. <laughs> I haven't seen a Nokia phone in they, they actually made news a couple years ago because they were doing... Um, but I do say I do say on the show that I, I, um, I haven't reviewed tech in a while, so I'm kind of reviewing tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got in sort of the tech world again in the news because, remember... When we worked for them, they were adamant about building their own operating system and how they always wanted to have control over their own shit. Right. Nokia switched to 
to Android and made movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they eventually realized their their, uh, their OS. Their product was subpar. Yeah. I can't remember what they called the OS. It doesn't matter. It, um, if Once you turn on the Engage, the Nokia Engage, it says it on yeah. right, right in front. But it was Java-based. Yeah, I remember when the Engage came out. That was big hot shit. I wish I had one because they're worth money now, all those pieces of trash. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're distancing and we're safe and... We are going to watch Tenet. Oh, we haven't even talked about the movie. No. <laughs> this is episode 124. 124. Um, just because it's episode 124, you guys, there's uh, there's a lot more bonus episodes. Um, I think they're all, yeah, they're all on the website, weekly.com, or you can go <coughs> to my SoundCloud page um, as well. Uh, that's... SoundCloud.com slash a week late. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's a lot more episodes than there are numbers, if that makes any sense. So, um, not big fifth. For the, for the new listeners, um, we review movies fashionably late. Uh, Tenet has been out for a little while and just came out on 4K and digital, I think, last week. So, this mm-hmm. is actually good timing for us being late. Um, and the reason I started doing that was because I was tired of listening to podcasts that some of them actually got early access to movies and ruined it for you without mm-hmm. any spoiler alerts or warning. Mm-hmm. So we're going to record this in two different se- uh, sessions. Um, right now, obviously the first part we're doing without having seen the movie yet. Uh, and seeked it. Very minimal... I've only seen maybe one or two trailers, and they were very short. Yeah, it's been a while since I saw a trailer. Um, so, Christopher Nolan is one of my favorite directors, last producers, and I couldn't go... When you when you said, hey, let's watch Tenet and do a podcast, I'm like, do we really have time for that? And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we have time. Um, I don't have to go back to work until the 4th. So, hopefully, and I'm not promising anything, this will be dropped... This will get dropped before I have to go back to work. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, remind me to have have you help me set up because that's another thing that has it transferred over from the other work computer to this one. Is the uh, the program that I use to to edit? It's um, I can't remember right now, but anyway, remind me later. Okay. Um. So. And then in the second portion, we'll, you know, and then we'll, we'll pause it, at which point you'll hear some intermission music from our good friend, Mr. DJ Aaron Bond in Orlando. And uh, we'll come, watch the movie in real time. So at that point, by the time you guys hear this, if you haven't seen Tenet or you're looking to, you're, you know, watch it anytime soon, uh, part one will be just us talking about the movie leading up to watching it. And then part two... There's even going to be a section there where we talk about it without spoilers. And you'll definitely know when we're doing spoilers in part two because we'll announce it. And then we'll do spoilers in part two. So um, that's how that works. Uh, Everybody likes this format, but since I do everything in real time, it seems to take super long, especially the editing process. Right. So that's what I'm going to be talking to about some of my uh, former, not former, fellow, I meant, fellow podcasters. Um, They really like what we do. 
Um, but the constant thing I'm hearing from different people, and uh, I haven't posted some of those those mini stereotypes yet, but if I do, you're going to hear us talking more on the business side of things, how to improve uh, what you're doing, how to get better every day instead of staying complacent. And I think in the new year, that's something that I need to work on, um, not only for health issues, but I'm not 21 anymore. <laughs> and so I need to focus on getting at least a little bit of exercise versus none at all. Right. Maybe take baby steps. Um, that kind of thing. Uh, do you <clears throat> want to talk? Do you want to introduce the... Uh, oh, can you pull up IMDb so we can read the synopsis? Yeah, I got it, I got it pulled up right now. As um, long as there aren't are any spoilers in the synopsis, we'll be good. Sometimes they throw that in there in IMDb. It's weird. Usually it'll say it here if there's spoilers. So the number one um, plot summary is armed with only one word, tenet, and fighting for the survival of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. Yeah, I had to chuckle at that. They use the word twilight and Robert Pattinson is in this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's probably on purpose. Hilarious. Um, <clears throat> well, speaking of which, so in this movie we have John David. I don't know what else he's been in, to be honest. If we click on his picture, will it tell us? Without ruining the whole thing? Oh, he's in Ballers, which is very popular on HBO. I haven't seen it yet. But but, but how, how crazy is that, that his character's name is just protagonist? Like, even on here, it just says protagonist. protagonist. That's his actual character's name. Wow. He was in Black Klansman, which I still have not seen. I haven't seen. seen. I heard it was amazing. Yeah, I really want to watch that. The Book of Eli. Okay. He was in Ballers. Yep. Um, The Old Man and the Gun. Um, Also, Robert Pattinson of Twilight fame. And, you know, I'm sure some people think he's a good actor, but I'm not a big fan of his. And now he's the new Batman. They got rid of Ben Affleck and they're rebooting the series. He's got to be better again. than Batfleck. Come on. Dude, look. I don't know. I can't take him seriously after that glittery I, vampire shit. He might He might change your mind. I'm hoping. But look, Batfleck was the worst. Look, if he's good in this movie, I hope he changes his mind. I, I, would, I would rather watch uh, Clint, uh, George Clooney play Batman. Well, we all have our favorite Batman, but I don't think that George Clooney is anybody's favorite. What about Val Kilmer? Wow, George Clooney's looking better and better now. All of a sudden. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, everybody it's... did a good version of their own Batman's, Chris... but Christian for Bale. Me, for me, it goes Christian Bale. Yeah, hell Michael yeah. Keaton. Yep. That's a good one. Um, as far as the movies go, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, and they're just like one and one A in my book. <laughs> one and one A. Yeah, like tied for first. Yeah. Uh, but then after that, it's just, eh. I mean, Val. I love Val Kilmer usually, but I would say Val Kilmer. Then, then uh, George Clooney, then Batfleck at the very bottom. Nah, I don't know about that. I, I like Batman, uh, Batfleck, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think I want to write Batman right now. Let's let's continue. Uh, Elizabeth Debicki. She was in. I've never seen anything she's in. Uh, I don't. Really Widows is a recently released movie. Um, oh, she was in The Great Gatsby. 
Oh, wait. Oh, she wait, was wait. in Valerian. She was in Guardians of Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, but everybody in that movie has makeup on, or they're... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, You yeah. can't really see, you know... The Crown. She was in Netflix. Oh, Valerian. I... I... <clears throat> I, uh, reviewed I that. I still haven't seen that. I reviewed that movie. Don't. You're, wa- you're wasting your time. Valerian was fucking terrible. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen any of the movies she's in. Oh, she was in the Cloverfield Paradox. I've never seen uh, the, the Great Gatsby with... Oh yeah, maybe I have. I watched. I think I watched it a while ago. Oh, Wicked Smash though. I don't Wicked. remember it. I remember it being a really long Jay Z video. <laughs> she was in a Man from Uncle. Um. Oh, yeah, but. But had, yeah, I don't really recognize her either. She's Man Australian. From, that's funny because Henry, oh, no, Henry Cavill was in a Man from she's, Uncle. She's from Paris. She's French. Um. Also, Michael Kine is in this. Christopher Nolan loves to work with Michael Caine. Michael Caine, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's made a movie without him since... Batman. No, Speaking even before of that. Batman. Hello, I just watched uh, the other movie that he did, uh, The Two Magicians. Oh. Uh, the, um, the Prestige. The Prestige. I Michael Caine movie. was in that. Well, did Christopher Nolan do that? Yeah, that was Christopher Nolan. Holy shit. Um, that always confuses me because that, that mad... That the... That movie also came out at the same time as Magician, and it confuses the shit out of me. No, you're thinking of the other one with... that had Edward Norton, The Illusionist. Oh, yeah, The, the Illusionist. Illusionist. They both came out in the same year and very close to the same time period. With almost the same exact <clears throat> plot. No, the plots are totally different. I remember them being very similar. Totally different plots. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, oh, Hamish Patel is in this. He was in... Uh, um, he was the... Um, the guy from Inception. Himesh Patel. Himesh? Himesh? Anyway. Amish. Hit no. Amish. It's Himesh. Himesh? Amish is a completely different... It's a different a, spelling, yes. Amish. It's a religion as well. No, no, no. There's it? a name, too. Oh, really? Oh, Kenneth Branagh's in this? Kenneth um, Branagh's. That's my wife's favorite actor and director. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. She loves Kenneth Branagh. What's, uh... I know he's... Super famous, but I don't... Oh, dude. I don't think I've seen... He, he did the new Cinderella. He was in Dunkirk. Why would, why would you say that? I haven't seen that. He, he was, was... Okay, I haven't seen Dunkirk. He was in Thor. I haven't seen Dunkirk yet either. Oh, yeah, he was the bad guy in Jack Ryan. He was in Thor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen Dunkirk yet. Pirate Radio. Valkyrie. <laughs> Rabbit-proof fence. <laughs> Look who's there. Sleuth. The remake. You see who's there? Fucking 24. No, no, that's Kenneth Branagh. He looks like... Holy cow! He does kind of look like Kiefer Sutherland. In that lighting, he yeah. looks like Kiefer Sutherland. He does. Holy shit. But look shit. at his lip. You can see where he's got like a little hair lip or a, a, a scar right here on his lip. Oh, is that right? That's so funny. I thought that was uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Alright, so um, what are your expectations for this movie? I knowing very little about it as we always do. I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan. Um, to me, he can do no wrong. Look, look. Starting out with Memento, okay. God damn Memento. And then Insomnia with my man Al Pacino and Robin Williams. I mean, we need. I don't think we've ever watched that together. We need to watch that together. Dude, I I did a paper on that uh, when I was in art school. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was an assignment to go watch that movie in theater. When it, remember when that was still a thing, the theater? Oh wow. <laughs> A long time ago. Um, <laughs> and um, I'm sorry, that's a dark joke. And uh, what was it talking about? 
Uh, Robin Williams. I think oh, it's you did edible. a paper. Oh yeah, it's edible. You did a paper in. on insomnia. Yeah, I did a paper on insomnia, and um, years later, I was like, "Holy shit, that may have been the first Christopher Nolan movie I've ever seen." Because I don't up, up until you just said that. Yeah. Did not remember it was a Christopher Nolan. Movie. I had never seen Memento until after Insomnia. That's the same. I think that's the same order in which I watched. Yeah, and then he also had an earlier movie called Following, which I think I watched a few years ago, but I can't remember. That was his first major movie. Um, but yeah, it went Insomnia, Batman Begins, Prestige, Dark Knight, Inception, Dark Knight Rises. Wait, Inter- so his uh, Insomnia was his first movie? No. Uh, what was his first movie? Was Memento first... was his movie. Well, I mean, if you want to get technical... Chronological order. Major movies, yes. Memento. Okay. Memento, Insomnia, Batman Begins, Prestige, Dark Knight, Inception, God damn. Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar... Just fucking hit after hit after hit. Dunkirk, after hit. and then Tenet. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Dunkirk. Oh, so was he didn't good. he didn't do the trilogy? I thought he did the whole Batman trilogy. Yeah, I read it. Oh, you did? Yeah, he did the whole trilogy. Yeah, I know. Dude, what a fucking trilogy. That's Batman. Batman yeah. Begins is still my favorite, even though Dark Knight has a way better meta score. I I like Batman Begins. But as far as DC is concerned, they should have stopped when they were ahead, <laughs> because every DC movie they've made after that is fucking trit ash. Pretty true. And I just saw Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. That movie is garbage. Uh... And I know, when you first asked me what I thought about it, I was like, it was good, it was okay. <laughs> and now that I've had a week to think about it, because I watched it, what, on Christmas Day? Mm-hmm. Oh, that movie's garbage. That movie was, I was like, what the, what? <laughs> the more I think about it, the less I like it. I'm, so I need to stop thinking about it until it gets just as bad as Justice League, because it was better than Justice League. Yeah. At least. But yeah, it was back to what Jesus I was saying. Christ. I love I love Christopher Nolan. He hasn't made a bad movie ever. Yeah. In my opinion. All of his movies I mean, are just amazing. But do you think there's anybody that thinks he's a bad director? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that at all. No, he's highly respected. Although, you know who doesn't respect him? Rotten Tomatoes, this movie got a 70%. I mean, that's actually not, pretty good, right? Believe it or not, he has not won an Oscar, though. He's been that nominated. That is blasphemy. He's been nominated five times. That's blasphemy. <laughs> and he's also, Christopher Nolan is married to Emma Thomas. Don't you mean Thompson? No, Emma Thomas. Oh. I don't know who she is. Uh, she is a producer. Fucking Hollywood power couple, man. Yeah. All right, so this movie is two and a, wait. Two and a half right? hours, yep. Two and a half hours long. Um... But you still haven't given me your expectations. Oh, well, I guess that is your expectation. You have high expectations because he hasn't done a bad movie. Right. I have high expectations. I also, one of my best friends said that he's already watched the movie four or five times. So that to me, and he's a big, he's a big movie buff. He, he told me he's watched it four or five times and that every time he's watched it, he's learned something new. Like apparently there's just something. That's why I watched Interstellar like multiple times. It's like, oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would have to, I would have to go with you, man. Um, it's fucking Christopher Nolan. I mean, he's a, he's a master. A friend of mine who's been on this show, shout out to Calvin. Um, I feel bad because I haven't been able to call him since Christmas, but, uh, he's been on the show before. He's on the Star Wars episode. Go check that out. I think he's on multiple Star Wars episodes. Uh, he told me from a scientific standpoint, because he's one of the smartest people I've ever met. 
and I've been on this stupid floating rock for 41 years. Um, I'm sorry, I love you, Mother Nature. It's the people inside the floating rock that piss me off. Um, inside? On. On the floating rock. Um, he said that from a scientific standpoint, uh, I think he's a chemical, a biochemical engineer. So he knows, like, out there formulas and, like, if you had a problem with time travel, he could probably fix it for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, he said, from a scientific standpoint, this movie, just like Interstellar did, sort of is not to talk down to other people, but a lot of people say if you're not a smart person, you're not under, you're not going to understand Chris Nolan's movies. Well, I mean, I'm, I would tend to agree with that. Interstellar, from a scientific standpoint, some people walked up out of the theater. I was in the theater watching it. People left the theater because they didn't understand it. <laughs> yeah, it's too convoluted to them. <laughs> yeah, they I couldn't mean, understand the concepts of, you know, sp- space-time warp and the, the, the visual graphics of what the actual black holes may or may not look like. That shit was fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. No, uh, it's... Uh... So, yeah, just short short answer because I've been talking uh, a lot. This edible kicked in major. Um, it's kind of nice. Um, high expectations, man. I don't know what to tell you. I, I guess that's it. Short answer. Um, so in the second portion, we'll be able to figure out if we agree with ourselves with the high expectations. If it's oh, also new listeners, if it's a terrible movie, we'll give it a zero. Our rating scale goes from zero to eleven. D. Uh, ten being an almost perfect um, movie. But 11, 11 being zero mistakes, this movie was the shit. Um, so I give it that little bump up at the end. Like, if, if you liked it enough to give it a 10, fine. But 11 is like when you're playing a video game and you get a trophy. Yeah. Five stars, you know? Well, I mean, we if we were to go back and, and rate our old favorites, like Back to the Future trilogy, that would get an 11 to, yeah, uh, to I, us. To us, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think that's a good I think that's a good thing to, to uh, head out on. Um, what do you think? Anything to add? No, I'm ready to to watch this movie, and uh, I've been waiting for a while to mm. see it. It's also rated PG-13. It came out uh, last year. I can say last year to 2020. Holy shit! <laughs> it came out last year at 2020. A long time ago. And like I said, it's out on um, digital, and you can get it on 4K. Uh, Blu-ray, is that what they call it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you're about to hear some music from our good friend, uh, Mr. Aaron Bond in Orlando. Um, shout out to him. He had a COVID scare. He actually, he got it, but he, he's better now. Uh, I don't know why, I don't know why I had to bring that up, but, <laughs> um, health and happiness to him and his family. I love you guys. And, uh... We're going to go watch it. Watch it with us. Um, pause the podcast if you haven't seen it. Um, go check it out with us. Is it wrong if I say they got this guy because, um, what's his name from Black Panther? Chadwick Boseman. Do you think? Do you think that the reason they got uh, this guy instead, uh, John David, was because Chadwick Boseman wasn't available? 
Is that fucked up to say? I don't think so. I mean, I'd have to think that I don't think so it's not fucked up, or I don't think so. No, I don't think that they were trying to cast him, only because, you know, this movie's probably been in the works for a year and a half at least before it came out. These are major projects. Chadwick Chadwick Boseman died in 2020, right? Yeah. Early 2020. Not early. Um, It's only been a few few months. Yeah, so, no, this movie was already in production. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even, even that's what I'm saying. Do you think that they wanted to get him first and then settle for John David? Because, well, let's look in the trivia here. Well, let's do that in the second half. <laughs> All right, go watch this with us, and we'll see you on the other side of the break. Peace. See ya. Weekly podcast episode one twenty four. We are back from watching Tenet. Woo! And um, I think it's safe to say I'm not necessarily saying this is going to be a short second half. I'm just saying the pre-spoiler version is going to be super short because. This shit was insane, and it's almost impossible to talk about what goes on in the movie without spoiling it. Yeah. Um, wow. I mean, first of all, my name is Darren. This is Aaron. Uh, I don't know, man. Do you want to... Do you want to get right into it? Because, like, as far as ratings is concerned, because... Well, we we do need to talk about a little bit pre-spoiler because um, we do have to give our ratings before we go into the spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess tread carefully as you explain your expectations and were they met and why or why not. Well... Um, we both, we both discussed this. Can you hand me my water over there? While we were watching, uh, the movie that we were having a lot of trouble in hearing the dialogue. Ah, yeah. Now, we don't know for sure if that's our setup or if that's Voodoo, the streaming service, or if that's just the movie itself, the way it was produced. But to me, I felt like the actors themselves, they were all very soft-spoken. You know, there was just like... It was hard to hear them. Uh, and, and a couple of the actors, uh, the characters, had really thick accents. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh had the Russian accent. His wife had a British accent or whatever it was. Accents all over the place. French. And that's another thing in this movie. <clears throat> like, I know I, I asked you to talk about your expectations um, as far as, like, high or low in meeting. But the sound design has to go into consideration when rating a movie. Yeah. I don't care how good the movie is, if your sound design stinks, and I can't hear how great your movie is, the movie's going to stink. Yeah, the the action sequences, we had to, what was it, you had to turn it up, or turn it down like 15, 
setting. Like I, 15... know, I know this is a common practice. Sometimes, you know, especially on TV when you're watching a movie, the the volume fluctuates. But I've never seen a movie fluctuate in volume this much to where you constantly have to baby, babysit the remote control mm -hmm. to regulate what's going on in the movie because they're either... There's either three things happen. One of three things happening in this movie: dialogue, explosions, or explosions with dialogue. Oh, and and the soundtrack music, which got really loud. Yeah, and so you constantly have to go through all those four things, and it's just like, all right, I can't even enjoy the movie because I'm messing around with the volume so much, and the movie already is hard to follow. And halfway, halfway through, a little over halfway through, we finally just said, screw it, let's turn on the closed captioning. Yeah, it was so bad, we had to turn on the subtitles. <clears throat> and I hate subtitles in movies, but <clears throat> in, in this case, sometimes while I was turning the volume up, I needed the subtitles to let me know what was going on. Yeah. It was, it was that part was the most unenjoyable part of the movie, but um, I'm sure somebody somewhere has an excuse for that, oh... You know, the sound was for IMAX and it never got converted when the digital was going out. I don't care. Fix, <laughs> fix that shit. It's fucking, it's atrocious. Yeah, it definitely needs to be normalized more. It, it takes away, I feel bad for the people that saw this in the theater and thought the same thing. Well, I would say, but really that's a, my only two gripes is the, is the sound mixing but also the fact that the actors were soft-spoken. and But we don't know that they were. Yeah. It could be the sound to blame could for be. that. Could be. In anyway. any case, we had trouble with the audio, so that kind of affected our viewing. But otherwise... As far as expectations, you said you had high expectations for the movie itself. Yeah, and, and about... What, what would you say? Did they get met? Or... And then base your rating on that. You've well, done this before. Well, every, every movie he does uh, is some kind of mind-bender in some way. Yeah. Um, the only movie that I would say is maybe not as quite as big a mind-bender would be Insomnia, although it's still... Well, I wouldn't say mind-bender, but there are always <coughs> twists to yeah. this movie. Right, right. So, but in this one, it took, it took uh, us pausing and discussing... And, you know, trying to figure out what exactly was going on. Can you on. hand me that camel real quick? I'm sorry to interrupt. There's camp. Yeah, either one. It doesn't matter. Darren, Darren noticed or started to follow along a little quicker than I did as far as what was going on. And he had, well, had to explain it to me a little bit. To be fair, you are the time, the time travel, you know, nut. To, yeah, <laughs> to be fair, um, I started this podcast loosely based on, as you can see from the... Uh, my logo for the podcast itself, um, there are, you know, it's based on Back to the Future, and it's funny because I was talking about, well, you were talking about by accident, uh, if Back to the Future were a trilogy, no, Back to the Future <laughs> was a trilogy, but... If we were if we were to uh, give it a rating on zero to eleven, it would be an eleven. Right. So. Yeah. So I, I'm definitely more of a of a nut than you are. But um. Aficionado. I've I've tried to watch. I've tried to watch um. 
you know, I have a list, a list saved of all the time travel movies ever made, and I've probably seen 75% of them. Uh, I wouldn't say the Mandela Effect is a time travel movie, but it's on our list to watch. Yeah. And it has the same thing to do with, you know, multiverses, multiple universes, not necessarily time travel, but in the same realm of the quantum whatever, if you will. And so what I was saying about my friend Calvin, I think this is what he was talking about. You're really going to like this movie because it's based on almost everything that you actually understand. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes, and I'm not saying smart or stupid, I'm not alienating anybody, but I'm glad that you said that, you know, we we had the, instead of taking notes this time around, which I think is going to speed up the second portion, Mm -hmm. um, instead it took us a little bit longer in real time to watch this movie because I had to stop... um, Actually, I stopped the movie first, and I go, in the very first scene, right before the the title Tenet comes up, I pause it and I go, am I the only one that's confused here? Are we supposed to be confused? Is he doing this to us? Is he doing this to us on purpose? Because that's what that's what Nolan does. Right. So, and then and then I was like, explain to me so far what you just saw in the first minute and a half or whatever of the movie, and I'm like, okay, we're on the same page because. I'm just as confused about the same exact thing as you are. Mm-hmm. Now, if it was two completely different things, we would have been able to explain those two different things to each other. But I was like, okay, he's doing this shit on purpose. We're supposed to be confused right now. Mm-hmm. Because in in most of his movies, he unpeels shit layer by layer through flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And I said, probably a third of the way into the movie, I'm like... Wouldn't be a fucking Chris Nolan flick if we didn't have flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And he just knows how to use them correctly. Normally I would complain, but... Um, anyway, met met your expectations, or it didn't meet your expectations? Uh, the movie itself, uh, and the story, uh, and the acting for the most part, uh, met my expectations. Um, the sound definitely, you know, hampered things. It was... Kind of a, that was a bummer. It was a bummer for sure. Yeah, we had to endure that. I feel, I, like I said, I feel bad for people in the theater that mm-hmm. couldn't. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Not only, not only like in the movie, but just in dialogue. What is going on? Mm-hmm. But we were lucky enough to have, you know, we could pause it and we can turn up the volume. But people in the theater weren't able to do that. It stinks. Yeah. So, but with all that, um, if I was to give my rating, yeah, it's almost a rating compared to his other movies. I think. So compared to his other movies, I would put this. Don't compare it to other movies. <clears throat> just okay. rate it on its own. Okay. Don't do that. Um. That's just the rule of the show. It was very clever, very well written for the most part. Was it was a tad confusing at points, which is fine. Not not everybody has to understand. Okay, let me say this without spoiling it. As long as you can grasp the format, you know what? Go ahead and give your rating, and then I'll and then I'll go off on my tangent because that's perfect. Right. I'm gonna go ahead and probably I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. 
I'll give it an eight and a half. Only because I think that's fair. Because I know I'm going to need to rewatch this movie a couple more times. Mm-hmm. After what I just saw, mm-hmm. I now have to go back and rewatch it a few more times. Do you think you will? Would you recommend? <clears throat> you, would you recommend people to watch this and then? Yes, because there's a whole bunch of things that you're not going to pick up on right. in the first viewing because of of what you find out at the end or halfway through or whatever. Whatever, whatever you find out, <clears throat> it's going to be huge. Whenever it clicks in your head, um, that's that's when it's. You're going to want to go back and be yeah. like, "Wait a minute, I need to start this over again." Yeah. Um, eight what and did I miss? All right. It was very clever, very well. Um, choreography, mm. cinematography. Yeah, the choreography there. was insane. Uh, special effects. Special effects were the practical and yeah. the digital. Yeah. And how they put this all together, and you're gonna it's be, like an editing nightmare. Your mind is gonna be blown when I compare it to somebody that we both really like. All right. But yeah, I would give it an eight and a half out of eleven. Um. Did this movie meet my expectations? Hell yeah. Oh, also, something we forgot to mention in the first uh, portion is that if you're listening on iTunes, you already understand that there's an explicit tag. Mm-hmm. Um, I, love, I love how you always say there's an explicit tag after... But I didn't say the expletive. I didn't say anything. I didn't say an expletive yet. You said fuck yeah. <laughs> no, I said hell yeah. Oh, did you say hell yeah? Okay. I may All have right. cursed in the first part, but All right. if you're wa- if you're listening on anything other than iTunes, um, please put headphones on because I will not be responsible for you listening to it work. NSFW and getting uh, and getting fired on my behalf. Don't sue me. But if you do sue me, I know you're listening. Thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> while you're over there, can you? Fix the angle on my televisor. You you changed it, remember? Yep. All right. Now it's too far. Just turn the TV without turning the Xbox. There you go. There you go. Now I gotta edit that out. No, I'm leaving that shit. Um. So. Okay. Knowing that Nolan likes. To do what he does, I knew that this movie was going to have twists and turns in it. Um, if if you're wondering like what he's doing different in this, I'm not sure this is a, it, it's not a spoiler, but as far as feeling something for his movies, I have a feeling. Um. What he does in this movie that's different from all his others, he takes a little bit of everything. There's Inception in here. Um, there's uh, Memento, Memento for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Forwards and backwards <clears throat> of it all. Um, <clears throat> and then he, he anyway, any other movie that he thinks he's gonna draw from, there's definitely a lot of Batman choreography in here with the punch scenes and the fucking Kind of some Inception in there, maybe? There's Yeah, there's a lot of Inception in there because it sort of takes place in... And they mention it in the movie without kind of spoiling it. Um, we don't quite know what world we're in at a certain point in the movie, so it kind of makes it, it, kind of makes it a little bit magical, if you will. Just like... Uh, what is it? The Illusionist? Did I fuck it up again? No, with prestige. The prestige. prestige, yeah. I told you, I always confuse those two. Um, <clears throat> so there is a little bit 
especially if I may be metaphorical, the magic is really in the way this movie was written, which brings me to my next point. Uh, a, a really huge... We're a fan of a really huge... Um, wait, I'm saying it forwards and backwards. Oh my god! The movie's in my head! Um... We are both a huge fan of Dimitri Martin. Yes. He wrote an entire palindrome book. It's the same mm. forward as it is backward from page one to page whatever. So at Was a, it an entire book? What was the book called? It was the entire book. I think I bought it for you for Christmas a long time ago. Either that or the other way around. Yeah. And it's so long that I didn't read the whole thing, but it was just a ge it was just genius how it's in somebody's head how something can move forward and backward at the same time. Yeah. And I love temporal displacement. I love multiverses. But what what Chris Nolan does in this movie, he actually is talking directly to the audience. Once you understand the way the the, the format in which he shot this movie, there are scenes to the person watching that may or may not make sense. Right. And then immediately after that scene is over, the characters that just lived it explain it to the audience. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you don't get it after a certain <clears throat> while, don't... Just it, sit there and enjoy the special effects and the forward and, and the non-linear. And then... Listen to the explanation of what just happened because the characters are telling you as the entire movie is going on, they're explaining to you. Oh, and it's also a heist movie on top of that. Yeah, multiple heists. There are multiple mm -hmm. heists that are taking place in this movie to get to a bigger part of the movie that we are all experiencing at the exact same time. Nobody knows anything until Chris Nolan tells you what to know. Mm -hmm. And the... Characters in the movie are experiencing the same thing that we are. They're not allowed to know certain things either. Right. So there's a there's a temporal understanding of what is and isn't going on at the same time. And sometimes the characters inside the movie are like, what the fuck is going on? They're just as confused as we are. Because we don't know what's about to happen next or what did or didn't happen yet. I'm glad you brought up the palindrome thing. <clears throat> Because it's the same forwards as it is backwards. Right. And it's moving in real time as you're reading it, yet so, it tells two different stories. So check this out. The title itself is a palindrome. Yes, it is. Which should have... You're referencing D Dimitri Martin. <clears throat> right. I'm saying the title of this movie... Also a is a palindrome, yeah. But it also, not to give away any spoilers, has to do with, with the movie. And... Yes, I didn't know. I've never heard of the word tenant. I just looked up the definition. You want me to read it? Well, I'm glad that you brought that up because up until uh, we watched this, I thought it was a made-up word. Mm -hmm. And I think it is. No, it's, it's in the dictionary. <clears throat> now, before you read it, I took a second because there's an actor called David Tennant, but there's like a silent N, so it's T-E-N-E-N-T. -E -E and so when I first... Or it might be two T's, but when I first heard this movie, I thought it was about him. <laughs> you know, like a, maybe a, a, a fictitious autobiography or something like that. But what does it mean? All right, the definition, it's a, it's a Latin word. And 
It's a noun that means any opinion, principle, doctrine, dogma, etc., especially one held as true by members of, pro of a profession, group, or movement. Wow. It's an opinion, principle, doctrine, or dogma held as true by members of a profession, group, or movement. That's interesting. It directly ties in with the movie, too. So not only is it a palindrome, but it has to do with That's the, amazing. the plot. This guy is fucking incredible, man. <laughs> I wonder if he just, like, heard the word one day and he's like, oh. Also, this movie... Be great for a movie. This movie is written and directed by Chris Nolan, which is yeah. fucking phenomenal. I can't believe... He just woke up one day, like you said, and thought, hey, what if I make an entire movie about this word? And then figures all figures it all out using physics and science and, and quantum theory. Mm -hmm. That's what you have to understand um, in order to understand the dialogue. But don't let that scare you away from watching this movie. It could, in fact, make you smarter and it'll blow your fucking mind. <laughs> right. Um, that being said, the biggest hurdle for me in reading this movie was that I couldn't fucking listen I couldn't hear anything and I thought it was just me because everybody knows by listening to this podcast that I have a very nasally voice and this well when I was taking a shower this morning I was like hell yeah I clean I clear my sinuses it's very, <laughs> it's very hard to do get out the does any pot does that ever happen to you where you're in the shower and all of a sudden like you're blowing your nose or something and your ears just fucking open up and I'm like oh I thought I was hearing 100% earlier right. but now I can see, hear super clear and and when you before I came over you told me we might be watching it in your bedroom and I knew you didn't really have a stereo so I brought over right. my my Samsung well, sound bar. first of all I gotta correct you it's my office sorry your office um, <laughs> I brought over and my I also sleep in like a fucking prison cell I brought over my Samsung um, sound bar oh, don't they're not spot don't you brought over a sound bar. I brought over a sound bar. Jesus Christ. You not, do you not know how this works? How long have you been doing this? Hey, show? if they sue us, that's good. At least we know they're listening. <laughs> we'll be broke. We'll be out of business. Hey, they can sue the company all they want. The company doesn't have any money either. <laughs> yeah. Good luck getting any money out of us. Like bleeding, trying to bleed also, blood. Also, if it's your fault that this movie sounded terrible, then you're blaming them. They're not even a good sponsor. Trying, trying to, what is it called? Um, Defamation of character? They're going to sue no, us because no. we called their product shitty. What is it? Draining blood from a stone? Or what, what's that saying? I don't know. Why are you asking my phone? They're not listening in real time. <laughs> he literally just looked at the phone and was like, hey, listeners, call Anybody? in. Give, give us a call. Let us know. It's funny. Um, uh, but anyway. I think you're confusing this with stereo. We do it live shows. <laughs> right, right. Well, when we... You know, I expected to have better sound having a nice sound bar. And it completely backfired, I think. If we have my shitty teeth... We're going to test this after we're done recording. I don't know. Oh, we can't because you unplugged the Roku already. But <laughs> we could replay the same thing on the TV audio. And even though the special effects and the and the the soundtrack would sound shitty, at least we could understand the fucking dialogue. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. But, you know, um, it didn't so, work out. So anyway, um, yeah, so to to make an entire movie how Dimitri wrote a book, it's fucking mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. For anybody's brain to work that way, and then for him to wake up and write this shit, and I'm wondering if he's giving himself credit. Do you think that... Will you stop doing that next to my drink? I'm not next to you. What, what is it you're... you're 
We're on an audio podcast, and you keep fixing your hair. I need a haircut. Jesus Christ, go with the Floby. <laughs> go with the Floby. That's a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> That's I a good just, quip. I just made that up. Um, yeah, I know nobody can see this, but he keeps fixing his hair like Fabio next to my drink, and I don't uh, want, I don't want yeah, your I fucking got, hair flakes. Look, I got COVID hair, all right? Why do you say that? Well, I, oh, you know. oh, like not your hair has COVID, but no, no. it's taking so long for you to shave your head. You right. need to rephrase that. Okay, I've got... We're uh, six feet apart and you're like, I have quor- COVID hair. I have Don't quarantine. say that. I have quarantine there hair. There you go. There you go. Quarantine hair. There you go. I've just been lazy. I haven't, haven't gotten my hair cut, you know, and... But why do you have to fix it? You're not on video. Why do you keep doing that? Because it's getting in my face, you know, it's getting... Annoying. Wear a bandana and fucking cover it up. Anyway, what All right. was I talking about? <clears throat> You're distracting me. I still haven't even given my score. Yes, yes. Let's let's hear your rating. Um. So yeah, I'm just talking about how I'm just talking about how difficult it is to pull something pull something off like this, and also your movie gets delayed because of the pandemic. Speaking of COVID hair, and it's just like. There's one thing I gotta say bad about him. It's not gonna um, affect my movie rating, but he was one of the people tweeting is like, my movie is meant to go see an IMAX. You should leave quarantine and go. I'm like, nah, I don't. I know how much you want to sell your movie, but don't don't fucking convince people to leave just to go to the theater. Yeah, that's not cool. That's not cool, man. Uh, Chris Nolan, shame on you. But goddamn, this was a great movie. <laughs> um, I gotta go a little bit above you. I'm gonna give it an eight point seventy sixer. Eight point seventy sixer. That's a good one. <laughs> I got the jokes, man. Seventy uh, sixers uh, are from Philly, right? You're not a Philly fan. No, right? I know, but it was a joke. <laughs> Come on, actually, it was a joke. Actually, they're now just known as the Sixers. Is that official? Well, a lot of their jerseys just say Sixers. Yeah, on. but they didn't change it for racial no, sensitivity. No. It's not like the Philly basketball what, team. What does the 76ers reference anyway? 1976. Right, but what is that referencing? I think it's the uh, the founding of the basketball team. That's possible. Same as the 49ers in football. Can you imagine sitting in that room like, what do we call this basketball team? No, sorry. Know. not Sorry, I didn't mean that as uh, the San Francisco football team was founded in 49 49 i'm saying well, that was wait, the gold rush i think yeah that was the gold rush and 49ers. i think i think it has to just do with san francisco and the app and they, and they go by the niners too yeah yeah the niners so, so. it's just the you know, shortening of the um of the so yeah i'm gonna go <clears> by 8.76 okay well, we um, had about just because rate. i'm making a pun and it's, <laughs> it's funny and it's i was gonna give an 8.75 but then I said six, and I added errors, and it. And I made now it here's go. the question: Once we both rewatch this movie, because Susie wants to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, you've said your wife's name on the show before. <laughs> uh, she wants to see it, and so I told her. Shout out to Susie. I, I love you. I love you too. I said it first. Uh huh. She's not gonna listen to this. No, she's not. Um, oh yeah, especially because she hasn't seen the movie yet. <laughs> well, she, so, so even afterwards, she doesn't listen to the show. Um, she puts up with me in real life. She doesn't have to listen to my filth online as well. So uh, she gets a pass. I, the rest well, of you I, share. I'm interested to to know. We may need to do a fourth part to this. Oh Jesus! Review Christ. after we've seen the movie a second time to see if we change our rating. A follow up. Yeah, a follow up. Well, that's, that's kind of that's normally a rule, but since I might be changing the format up soon, we might have a stereo after show. Uh, after you watch it a second time, we'll do a mini review live on stereo. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
that's changing the format a little bit. We're we're gonna shift the attention from listening to shit late, and even though we're late, we're gonna do a tenant show later after you watch it with your wife and see if we are anywhere near keeping keeping the same rating. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um but yeah, so do you have anything to add before we start talking about spoilers? Um I talked about how I, I was impressed by the cinematography. Um, it was pretty mind blowing how they were able to keep it all together because it's like well we actually we accidentally brought up two things in the first portion. One was the Back to the Future bit. Did we already talk about the second one? I don't know. What was the second one? That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> I don't know. All right. For the record. We're both drinking, but I'm the one stoned, so you gotta step your game up a little bit. Yeah, it's it's my old age. I'm turning forty in February. Actually, yeah. now it's a month and a half away. Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm forty-one, and I can't remember either. So, welcome to your future in real time, going backwards. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think we're good then. Sounds good. Did you, um, just for editing purposes, did you want to cut this short or just keep going and do the, the, the live five-second pause for the countdown? Do you need to go take a whiz or anything? Probably a good idea, yeah. All right. So you guys won't notice, but um, what you're about to hear is the worst sound effect in podcasting history. It is the spoiler countdown... And at this point, if you haven't watched the movie, go watch it. Would you recommend people watch? Multiple times, right? Oh, yeah. It's going to take a really, like, long time to understand everything that's going on. Um, oh, there was one thing that I had issue with, but I suppose we're gonna, we have to talk about it in the spoilers because it's a huge loophole that I think was missed, and we, we talked about it in real time. Hopefully I can remember it when we start recording the second portion, but... Um, We'll see you after the spoiler countdown. For for us, it's going to be a pee break. For you, it's thematic, thematic, the <laughs> magic of editing, and also a good representation of how to appropriately what I like to call time slip. The time slip. The time slip is when uh, for us, for you, it's uh, instantaneous. For us, five minutes has has gone by, and I think that's very appropriate for the movie that we just watched. Okay. We'll see you after the pee break and the terrible spoiler countdown. <laughs> All right. See how fast that was? It's like nothing ever happened. We time traveled. Yeah, man. Um. So spoilers are abound. Talk about whatever you want. Do you want to go first? From uh, beginning to end, without explaining the whole entire movie, which we are yeah. want to do. It took it took me a little time to figure out what was going on, or or for you to explain to me in some cases <laughs> what was going on. Well, maybe start with that. I what? was completely confused. I'm like, what in the hell? Why? What was was it the science? Was it the dialogue? Well, or, at or first, at first, the lack was, of not being able to hear the dialogue. Yeah, at first it was partially because I couldn't hear half of what they were saying, so I was a little bit lost. But then when they started introducing the whole... Um, Lost. Another sort of yeah. parallel time travel universe thing. Um, at the 
They were all dead at the end, and it was purgatory. Oh yeah, spoiler alert! All spoilers, all spoilers. Well, once I really hope them... I really hope somebody gets mad at me for spoiling Lost by listening to this episode. Oh, you are listening. I did notice in the opening heist scene that there was a bullet uh, in the wall. I think we both. And then I noticed. saw I saw it come out like in reverse, and I was like, "That was weird," but I didn't think anything of it. Was the first was the opening scene a heist scene? Pretty much. It was the start of it, yeah. Because when they started showing the opera and the orchestra was playing, and then the heist started. Yeah, and I, I think we were having one of those like pre-movie conversations, and I'm like, you know, blah blah blah. Oh, we're starting immediately. Okay, we, this is, we're we're off and running. Like the movie just fucking started. You know, it's interesting. It's interesting because the same thing happened in the Dark Knight. Remember, the Joker starts out with a heist. The, mm. the movie starts out with the Joker. Mm. Uh, doing the heist. So you're basically backing up my theory that Nolan is taking bits and pieces from every movie he's ever done and then adding time travel and quantum physics to it. You know, it's not it's that much different. mind-blowing It's not me. that much different from, from songwriting, though. You use a lot of elements from other songs in new songs, and you rework it, and you make it you know, a totally different song. But yeah, you but might... this motherfucker gets inspired by his own shit. He doesn't need external... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He doesn't need external inspiration. That's how <laughs> smart he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that opening scene, I did start to notice little things. <clears throat> and when they started to describe or explain what was going on, with the fact that uh, there was some kind of time travel element going on, and he was able to, you know, act act like you just dropped that. Now put your hand in that position. Oh, yeah, it just well, reversed okay, it. Okay, so you, you're talking about a scene where he where he first realizes in that opening heist where um, there's something going on here, and he takes this silver pill that mimics a suicide pill. Right. In that opening scene, I thought that he was taking the pill, much Matrix style, to end up in a different reality. So I was confused off the bat. Mm -hmm. I thought he was going that direction in it. But it was just basically a fake suicide pill to prove to this new recruiting company... Mm -hmm. His loyalty. His loyalty. Right. Is it too early to say that he is part of his own recruiting company? We'll come back to that yeah. and we get to it at the I end. I know. This whole movie folds in on itself, and it's for good reason. You just have to stick with it. And like I said in the non-spoiler version, if you, if you can learn how to stop thinking linearly while you're watching this movie, it will make sense. And even if it doesn't, just sit there, enjoy the special effects, and the characters in the scene that just happened will explain to you exactly what just happened. Mm-hmm. The whole movie happens that way, and it like three quarters of the way through, if you haven't gotten it by then, in some way, shape, or form, they've stopped explaining it to you, because if you don't get it by now, just leave. Yeah, because you're going to be just totally like... You're not paying attention because you're trying to figure so, out what the hell's going on. So what happens is, in the theater, there's the first time we see the bullet in reverse leave a theater chair. And there's a phrase, which confused me even more, um, 
we live in a world of Twilight or something like that. We they said in, it multiple times. Yeah. yeah. We live in so a Twilight world. I thought, in my head, I was like, okay, he's going Matrix with it. So we're talking about two different realities, which in, 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 a, in as we move towards the end of the movie, we are, in fact, in two different realities in the same timeline, moving backwards and forwards at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay? Even the characters in the movie don't know what they haven't done yet, even though they've done it, but it, not yet. <laughs> right. And so they find out that he's this agent that's trying to be recruited. He puts on one of these Velcro patches. And I guess he's saved by one of the people trying to recruit him. And... Everybody else that was in the mission with him in the in the opera house is dead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. They're not real people. It was just like a simulation or whatever. What I didn't figure out until about a quarter of the way through the movie, and I'm like, oh, these aren't alternate realities. This is all happening to everybody in real time. They're just all experiencing time differently depending on what the other characters do in the same timeline. Mm-hmm. And this timeline that we're in, it's it's allegedly the real world, but towards the end of the movie, we realize that it's moving towards a multiverse. You're playing with this timeline so much that now you have doubles and possibly triples of the same people trying to outdo the same thing they try to do because they're either helping themselves or outdo the thing that they thought was good that's bad now. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? We're tracking so far, right? Yeah. I don't know if our listeners, if the the two of them that we have, they're going to be like, fuck this, I'm out. But the people that are going through that time period in reverse or watching things in reverse, those are technically people from the future. They already know what's going to happen. Not all, not all the time. Mm-hmm. Not all the time because... As we see at the end, there are sections of temporal space where the... the So you can use the inverted objects whenever you want. Okay? But the second we see the machine, we know that he's actually figured out time travel. But it's not necessarily time travel to a different... Like, far in the past, like 1955. Mm-hmm. He's going to the possible future depending on what people do in the actual past that happened they can change what goes on between now and then yeah (laughs) if you jump in the chamber and you do not see yourself enter or exit get the fuck out of there don't leave just stay in the chamber because if you don't see yourself entering the chamber you never got in Mm-hmm. And if you're going in and you and you don't see yourself leaving the chamber, that means you never got out. Stay in the fucking chamber. <laughs> That's that, that was a legit rule in yeah. this movie. But this technology also came from somebody who created it in, in the, the future. future. But we don't know how far in the future did they ever say? Um it was in the it was in the almost immediate future. It wasn't like 2055. But this movie was taking place in real time, and so everybody's going after these different elements that will complete the machine that makes it possible. Right. The machine that makes it possible is already built, so now everybody's trying to figure out where those pieces are, who has them, well, why they're putting that together, and why. The last component is this um, radioactive material 
the one piece that makes everything work with the radioactivity, right? So even the guy that built the machine is after what he's going for because if he doesn't achieve it, he can't do what he did in the future to the people in the past. But they also talk about the creator, how at one point they realized what a monster they had created, what, how, how mm -hmm. bad it was, and they decided to split it up the one thing and hide it in, a, right. in the world. The one thing I don't understand is the entire time they were looking to figure out the origin of the the invert and they never found unless i'm missing something was the was the bad russian dude was he russian i'm, I'm just yeah russian. I, I assume that because he had the um stereotypical bottle of vodka and his name was andre well i know mm -hmm. i know puerto ricans that are named andre that no no russian. the spelling though a-n-d-r-e-i andre andreas yeah um so am I wrong that he was the inventor of the invert, or there, he was no. also looking? No, I don't. Here, that's what they don't explain. That's what I don't remember. I don't think they explain. ever. I don't think they ever did. It was. I. I think it was. Um, did they say it was a female, a woman that created it? I don't remember that, but I don't remember a lot of things. I thought they movie. talked about it being a woman. That I was trying to it. track the 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 scientific ish logic of everything. I mean, technically but, speaking. And I'm no doctor or physicist, but I know enough about theoretical time travel because I, I'm a nerd like that. And I know enough about temporal displacement theory and um, quantum mechanics and quantum physics and regular physics to know that, you know, this this could check out. Like, I don't know about the, the weird looking parts, which is something that Chris Nolan likes to do in in um you know the the parts that they're collecting they all look fucking weird mm -hmm. and except for the plutonium that was normal but um they also needed gold for some reason i never completely figured out the gold in this movie yeah um i knew why they had to get it in the first place maybe it was to fund everything that was going on maybe um and we never saw uh fucking we we never saw what's his name again. The Michael Caine. We never saw him again. Yeah, we only saw him. He funded this whole project. He doesn't want to know how his fucking credit card is maxed out and if it worked or not. <laughs> right. I thought that was interesting that they they never showed Michael Caine again, even at the end. Um, yeah, he never popped back up. But um, I uh, so yeah, he always he, like in in Interstellar he made that robot all square and also all terrain. There's no fucking robot that looks like a rectangle that can climb up a mountain. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> but he likes to do this weird shit that we've never seen before. And we're like, okay, yeah, I buy that. Yeah. And it's funny because after all of that, there was a scene in the movie where um, the protagonist stops a car moving 80 miles an hour backwards on mm -hmm. a highway. And he, he stops the car by pushing his two fingers on the brake. And I paused. I don't think it would. It would have taken a lot more, you of know. Of course, strength. you have to slam down your yeah. foot to stop a car going that yeah, fast. Yeah, you can't just push it with your fingers. Even, oh wait, maybe maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong because remember the transfer of energy happens different in inverted vehicles. So all he needed was two fingers to stop the car. Mm. Wow. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Mind blown. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. But we were also talking about how the fact that. Cars these days are so advanced. Oh yeah, they would have <laughs> had a backup camera anyway. It would have, it would have, it would have detected that the, the collision was going to occur it and, and stop stop itself. 
because my wife's car has that feature <laughs> where, like, dude, I was driving her new car. Fucking hilarious. It's a Saturn uh, Outback 2019. Oh, how do you like it? It's it's really nice. Yeah. But, again, we're not sponsored by Saturn. <laughs> We're not, not sponsored by anybody. It's anymore. actually not Saturn. It's Subaru. Sorry. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Now you got it all fucked up. But but no. So if Saturn wasn't our sponsor, they dropped us because you fucked up the. Car. I was driving it one day, and the car in front of me was making a right turn, so I started to slow down. But I didn't slow, and I started to let off the pedal mm. a little too early, and the car sensed that I was too close to that car still. Wow! And it hit the brakes. Did you like it? And it scared the hell out of me. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> But it knows interesting because it, it's got a camera on the front, and it, it senses when you're too close. You could actually hack into a car like that and change the distance at which it breaks, or right, or doesn't break at all. And that's the same scary thing about when, it with smart vehicles. Everything can be hacked when you're on. Um, I want one, but everything can be hacked when you're on cruise control. You can set the distance between car the car lengths. Oh, is and that if, right? Yeah, and if you get too wow. If you get too close to the car in front of you, it will automatically slow you down. Wow. So um, it's a really cool feature. And then once they're out of range, then it will speed back up to whatever you're set so the in, speed like, is. So I think prior to that scene is one of the scenes I had to explain to you. It's like, wait a bit. When he entered the, let's call it the inverted reality, which happens in the same reality of the whole movie. Uh huh. Um, the inverted reality, he has to wear a mask because at this point his lungs need to learn how to bring, breathe backwards. Right. There are things in this movie that leave hints to what's going to happen in our future that have already happened in the movie that have yet to happen. Yeah, this movie's a mind bender, people. Um, there are people with masks, you don't know why they're wearing them. I actually said out loud, I was like, why the fuck is that driver wearing a mask? It's because <laughs> it's because they're in the inverted reality where their lungs have to breathe backwards. Right. And this guy inverted the oxygen tanks to work backwards. So if you invert an object and get that technology, you can get any object to go backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, they figure out a way to breathe correctly with these masks and i'm like this is crazy why do these fucking people have masks on and 30 minutes later you're like oh i forgot about the mask this is why uh-huh it's so fucking genius how this movie was written forward and backward at the same time so there was a, a part right before that where he stopped now i understand why he can stop the car with two fingers because when you run forward the wind is at your back you can feel it hitting your back forward the, the transfer of heat works the opposite. So if you're on fire and burning to death, it'll feel like you're freezing to death. Right. <clears throat> I think that explains why he was able to stop the car with just two fingers, because physics works in reverse. Mm. So if he's barely able to press down, that, makes, that means the energy of transfer is harder, and he was able to stop the car so quickly. Am I fucking smart or what? Or am I super stoned? This all makes sense to me. I don't know. It's... And you're not even you're not even stoned. And I think this is well, making sense. Yeah. And you possible. had to stop the you had to stop the movie multiple times and, very, and uh, ask me what was going on. Very plausible. Let's get the MythBusters in on this one. <laughs> well, rest in peace, one mm -hmm. of them. You know, uh, Grant Yamahara. Yeah, Grant Yamahara yeah. passed away. That's another thing 2020 did to us. Yeah, God, it's a bummer, man. It, man. A brain aneurysm. Fuck out of nowhere. 
Yeah, well, way to bring the room down, Torres. Jesus Christ. Ugh. I want to bring up more shit that happened in bullshit 2020. I wish 2020 would happen in reverse, and the coronavirus wouldn't happen. Yeah. Let's give, let's, let's, let's figure out a way to use the technology and TED it to reverse 2020. Although, that, that would be a bad thing, too, because no. then we would have to endure more Trump, and he might win oh, a, a no. second election. Oh, a Second shit. term. Yeah, never mind, I don't want yeah, that. No, no, no. And once but, again, but, once again, you politicize a podcast that I don't want politicized. You always do that to my show, and I hate you for it. Just because I call, I brought up Trump. Yeah, that's called politicizing. Ah, uh, I tell you, it's a, the only reason you bring it up, and then I turn it into an impression. It's fantastic. Twenty twenty was the best for me and nobody the else. Best year. Okay, it was the best year. I'm fantastic. I made you. a lot of money. I built a wall that was only 12 miles long that Mexicans can still get around, but I'm I, still huge, bigly. I, I only paid $750 in taxes. You know, don't worry about paying your taxes next year, because I guarantee anybody that's listening has paid more than he's ever paid in his entire life. Including me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, disgusting. So, yeah, I think I just answered that question, man. I just figured out in my head why it only took him two fingers to make that car break. Let's talk about... So, yeah, what happened after that? So they're going after the plutonium, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, it. what I really like about movies, uh, Chris Nolan's movies, is that it doesn't do... Besides the Batman flicks, there was... Well, maybe not only the Batman flicks, but in most of his movies that are headspacey, not, Kevin, not to be confused with Kevin Spacey, you knew I was going to tell that joke... <laughs> And and you said head. head. Oh wow! <laughs> head spacey. Head spacey. Um, there's no love interest in this movie. No, it, it's not like he's going after her to save her because he's in love with her. He makes it a side mission to make sure that not only does he save the world, but her particular situation will be will be, you know, taken care of as well. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like a sexist here, but, um, I did, I did the, uh, Contagion, um, podcast. You guys can go back and listen to that. I think it's episode, it's really early on. It's like episode four or five or something like that, or maybe 15, 16. But, um, we blame women for a lot of the things that happen. And, uh, again, um, the woman in this movie, the one that everybody is trying to save, just for personal vendetta reasons. She becomes selfish out of nowhere. Fuck my son. Fuck the planet. I'm going to kill this guy. Because just for the sole purpose, I want him to know that he didn't win. Yeah. Uh, That's the most selfish shit anybody could do. You're risking... you If you love your son so much and you need to save the planet, why would you risk the mission to do that? Yeah, that that to me was like, Wow. But maybe I think that's Chris Nolan's way that. of saying, you know, these bras are fucking crazy. You know, I think it's also his way of saying that nothing goes as planned. Women should never control countries because they're too emotionally involved. Ay, ay, ay. I know. I'm going to hear it. I hope I hear it. Fans.aweeklate at gmail.com. <laughs> I hope you hear it. That means you're listening. Send in all your complaints. Also, Aaron Field... I'm just kidding. <laughs> If you have any issues with what Aaron's saying, email. Um. <laughs> no, but I think, um, yeah, that that to me didn't that bother me a lot. It, it broke her character. She's been strong this whole time. She wants to save her son, 
It's not. I, I was just making a joke about the sexist shit. What what bothers me is that she broke her own character. She's this strong female co-lead the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And then she's so adamant about how much she loves her son and wants to save the world. And then she's like, oh, fuck all that. I'm going to shoot this guy in the fucking chest. Yeah, because I can't stand to have him die thinking he won. That's such a vindictive and selfish thing to do. Yeah, it it just broke character, and and that's why it lost a point for me. I I, I can't stand it when, I, I and, it, and on top of that, it just like you want to fuel my hatred for women even more. Like yeah. seriously, <laughs> oh god, I'm just kidding. Come on, these are jokes, people. But but what's so stupid about that is, or maybe he's pointing this out, is that right. in the heat of the moment, emotions still win. Do they? They they. I have never fucked up a business transaction because I was mad at the guy. Mm. Well, I'm just saying, I'll, in the end... I hate you because you cheated on your wife and you asked me not to tell her, but you're going to pay me $1,500 to do your website? Yeah, I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> so, she... Uh, Who am I to get in their business? Maybe she's cheating on him for a reason. Or he's cheating yeah. on her for a reason. Maybe she stinks. Yeah. It's Maybe business, she's cheating on him too. It's a too. business transaction. My, your personal life has nothing to do with why you're paying me $1,500 for your website. If your check clears, I don't care. Fuck a baby we, seal. I don't give a fuck. We, but we just had this discussion. I give a fuck. I gotta edit that out. We just had this discussion the other night about House of Lies and the fact mm. that, of their morality and how... Look at you plugging our mini episodes. Yeah. Genius son of a we, bitch. We watched House of Lies, and you're like, wait a minute. These guys just have no morals. And <laughs> and, uh, it, 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 and I even said, if the rest of this series, not just the first season, if the rest of the season goes like this, I'm out. Yeah. There's no morality or ethics involved in this shit whatsoever. <laughs> Am I just going to watch five seasons of the same formula? I don't know. Yeah, he can't say anything because you, know, you don't want to spoil it for me. I also want you to keep watching because of the Dimitri Martin season. True, but, true, but true. What I was Going saying, back to Dimitri Martin, nice callback. Yes, by accident, ladies and gentlemen. What I was saying about her actions at the end of the movie. Yeah. And we're and this is the only episode where I'm okay with skipping around and back and forth because that's what this movie does. Yeah. And eventually it's gonna converge in the middle. The whole movie is a palindrome. I love uh, it. I love it so fucking much. But what I think he's trying to show or portray in the end with what she did was that even though the risk involved and the fact that the world could end and everybody's gonna die <laughs> her emotions still took over took over and she just couldn't hold back and she couldn't stick to her guns and she couldn't she couldn't let him die thinking he'd won but isn't that the peak of hubris <sighs> isn't that the 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 whole issue in humanity is that ah, we'll be okay. I'm just going to do this anyway. Stab, 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 stab. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the consequences are. People, I guess you're right. People's, their emotions are constantly going to win over, but mine don't. I guess there's a mentality there. Uh, and, and also everybody has their price and she was willing to bet the planet. Yeah. You know, it's that, that old adage, what cooler heads prevail, but. What did I, you say I, earlier? You can't milk a rock. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? No, no, no. There's a saying where uh, it's called uh, uh, bleeding, or not bleeding, but uh, getting blood from a stone. 
It's a sudden... I like mine better. You can't milk a rock. Quit trying to do something milk absurd. Milk a rock. That's absurd. Rocks don't have nipples. <laughs> I like mine better. Uh... Um, <clears throat> so, basically, she becomes a victim of... Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's actually... I knew I'd heard it somewhere... That's the latest Seven Dust album. is called Blood from a Stone. Oh, you idiot! But it's act- How actual. Dare you. It's an actual sting. All right, I I, I I like mine better. You can't milk a rock. That's that's going to be the name of my first comedy album, and I and I'm going to invite them to my first comedy show. Who is that? What'd you say? Was it Stabbing Westward? Who was it? What that uh, Seven Dust? Seven Dust. Blood from a Stone. Yeah. Uh, if, but it, if I ever do a comedy show, I'm going to call it. Uh, milk from a rock and and add them. Like, so uh, you can't get blood from a stone is a proverb uh, that it's impossible to obtain something from someone if they are too pars- parsimonious, uncharitable, or resolved against it. It's, yeah, if they don't, there's no, there's no. Okay, so I had a roommate that was constantly yelling. And no, it wasn't me. <laughs> I'm not talking about myself. I had a roommate that yelled more it's than your I alter did. ego. And she, I will say it was a female, she got into a screaming match, and I, and I wasn't the one screaming. Uh, and her uh, to her boyfriend at the time, she said, he said, hey, you're screaming at him. He's in his room. He's trying to be nice, but his door is still open. He can slam the door on you whenever he wants. And she said to him, I'm trying to make him understand. You can't make anybody do anything that they're not willing to do. Right. That's where that saying comes from. Right. What I'm saying is, stop trying to get something from something that doesn't have what you want. You can't milk a rock. <laughs> right. You might be able to... No, you're not going to be able to get blood out of a stone, but you know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a little bit of a difference there. The, 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 that, that saying that you just read makes it sound like the, the person that you're trying to get something out of has what you want. What I'm saying is you're trying to get something out of somebody that doesn't have it in the first place. Yeah, or it's like a fruitless endeavor. Um, same thing as the saying, um, trying to herd cats, right? Like, mm. can you imagine trying to herd like 20 cats? <laughs> that same roommate that I'm talking about, uh-huh. she had five cats. Oh. The only reason I moved there was because, was because she said that by the time I moved in, there would only be two. I lived there for eight years. She had the, the five cats the whole time. Jeez. She was terrible. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Shout out to her. Uh, um, she knows who she is, but she doesn't listen to this. She can go fuck herself. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> so after the break scene, we realize the potential of this machine that has been built. And then we go into, I mean, fast forward through, by the way, four or five uh, heist scenes. Like, maybe more than that. Um, all of the different parts coming together, and we only have seen three or four in the movie. There are four more that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, which by the way, they left us open for a sequel potential. See, I'm starting to speak backwards and forwards at the same time. 
a potential sequel. <laughs> right. Um, but you still understood it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, which is something I have to mention out loud. So, the people moving forward in real time are experiencing the things that are happening around them backwards that have technically not happened yet. The people on the other side, uh, let's call them blue and red because he differentiated them in the movie. Now, they're running forwards, but to the people on the blue side, they, when they observe, they seem to be running backwards. Right. And everything happening on their side as far as the explosions and stuff like that, are also happening in reverse. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. The people on the <clears> red <throat> side um, look at the people on the blue side running backwards, but the explosions are going in reverse. Mm-hmm. And if I said that backwards, that's what Tenet does to you. It fucks up your head. Um, in a very, very beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Um, do you agree with that? So I can... Yeah. Okay. Keep going. So they're they're securing the fucking plutonium at this point, right? Did we fast forward too much, or were we pretty good? No. Uh, just watch this fucking movie. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, also, your your Trump stinks. Just leave it up to me. Do your Trump. My Trump? Yeah. You I try to do it before. And it I was don't terrible. really do good impressions. So um, don't try. Just don't try. Uh. You're good at being kind of funny, but when you come to impressions, you fucking stink. Just let me do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs to take some bleach. No, that was not good. Was that you? Was that? Did you really try? No, I wasn't. Wow. I'm not good at impressions. Edit that out. Uh, thirty minutes and thirty. It's oh, fantastic. Sorry. That was a little. Better. Everybody, everybody should get on. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna make sure we. Uh, we're, this election was stolen from us. Okay, all right. Now you're making it political. Um, the Democrats stole it. And they know it. <laughs> all, right, all right, that was a mistake. I apologize immediately to for making everybody listen to that impersonation. Jesus, guys, that was really bad. <laughs> um, okay, so after okay, so they come up with this brilliant plan to use his technology against himself. And while she is using the machine to go back further than they ever have, which is another issue of mine, I didn't give a, a full eleventy because we are led to believe that she goes back four days to talk to your original self when she lost it uh, and basically perpetuated this whole thing with him not trusting her and keeping her under wraps, like he was keeping the, the, the their son. Uh, hostage, basically, um, making himself out to look the bad guy. He was a master manipulator and a son of a bitch. This guy, that yeah. guy did a fucking incredible job. I fucking started hating him. I'm like, wow. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh is a great actor, but no, he, but he's is he the one with the Russian accent? Yeah, that was him. That's Kenneth Branagh. He holy shit. He's kind of a chameleon. A lot of people don't realize how many movies he's been in. He is amazing. Um, he's a big Shakespeare guy. He's in a lot of Shakespeare stuff. That's why Susie loves he's him. He's a Shakespearean actor, yeah. yeah. I love him. He, I mean, I might have to go find movies that he's been in that I've never seen. You know what movie he's been in? A movie with Keanu Reeves. Uh-oh. Dracula. Wow, he goes back that was far. It Dra- huh? Was it Dracula? Mm-mm. Hold on. Oh, yeah, he goes back, way back. 
Um, wow. So, wait. So, he actually gained weight and had a Russian accent in this movie. Because I didn't know that was him. I was waiting to... I thought I had seen yeah. him earlier in the movie. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, wow. That blows my fucking mind, dude. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, I'm thinking... Of, no, no, no. I'm thinking of Frankenstein. I'm pretty sure it was Close Frankenstein. Enough, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Anyway, uh, I yeah, I didn't know that was him. Holy shit. I could have sworn the whole time he was one of the agents. Yeah. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein starred uh, Robert De Niro and Kenneth Branagh. Holy fuck. That was him? Mm-hmm. Because I said in the first portion of the podcast that he looked like Keanu, uh, Keanu Reeves. He looked like uh, Kiefer Sutherland. A little bit, yeah. And he gained a bunch of weight, and now he's got a beard. Wow, he did such a fucking amazing job, man. Yeah. Now that you show me what he looks like now, but the transformation is incredible because he had to gain at least 25 pounds for that role, and his accent was insane. Mm-hmm. He, he's a, he is a great actor because I didn't even know it was him. <laughs> wow. That's mind-blowing. Um... So, anyway... Did you uh, ever see Murder on the Orient Express? The remake. The new one. Yeah, He was in that, too. Yeah, I couldn't tell you who he played. Exactly. I I tell you, he's a chameleon. It's fucking great. I uh, did a mini-review of that show that hasn't been published yet. And and he was... uh, I know you've seen uh, Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. He was the bad guy in that movie. I haven't seen Shadow Recruit. You haven't? No. I stopped watching the Jack Ryan movies. They keep changing the actors. I can't keep track of what the fuck. No, no, no. This is the one with Chris Pine. I haven't seen that. Okay. How long ago did that come out? He was only... There were only two of them. Or it was no, only one. What are you talking about? Was it only one? Jack Ryan... Dude, there are so it. many fucking Jack Ryan movies. I, dude, Harrison Ford was in a Jack Ryan movie. Fucking... 2014. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> ben Affleck... We, we're back to talking about Ben Affleck. He was in a fucking Jack Ryan... He Changing played... Lanes or whatever it was. No. no. Not Changing Lanes. Ben Affleck played Jack Ryan in a movie. Yeah, I know. They started changing all of the Jack Ryans. I'm like, I can't keep track with the actors. I don't know what the fuck timeline is going on. I'm going to stop watching these movies. And now now they got the TV series, which is on Amazon Prime. Yeah. With that's might dude, be the, the that, dude from The Office. That might be the only one I start watching. I watched the first season or two. It's ridiculous, man. If you don't have continuity mm-hmm. actors, how am I supposed to fucking keep track of your movies? <laughs> Affleck or no Affleck? I'm not doing it. Get hold of your fucking franchise, guy. Anyway. Um, so, they figure out this... The, the, the Probably the second to last plot twist is they figure out a way to use his own technology against him and she's going back while they're still moving forward. So maybe this is a time, a time travel movie because... They never really explained how she was going back in time, physically going back in time. Mm-hmm. Because if they could all do that, oh, they did explain that. The convergence. If if <clears throat> they mess with time so much that the two timelines in the same timeline meet each other, it's a fucking black hole. Right. So they have to kill him after giving up the algorithm, but she kills him before they do that. Ten seconds before. So, fast forward to the end of the movie. 
Which is happening at the same time as the middle of the movie. Are you with me? Yes. Then, what we were just talking about, she pulls the trigger early. For right. selfish reasons. And she still gets away with it. And even in the movie, she's like, I knew you guys would come up with something. Wait, did you come up with something? Bitch, you didn't know? <laughs> you could have killed the whole planet and you were just tossing a fucking coin? Oh, by the way, in my defense... He wasn't changing lanes, and that came out right before the sum of all fears, which was Jack Ryan. Ben Affleck, yeah. Okay. Sammy L. Jackson was in it. I thought you were talking oh, about... Oh, wait, no, of... no, Morgan Freeman. I thought, I thought you were... How dare you? That's racist. <laughs> uh, I thought you were talking about um, Kenneth Branagh, and I was like, he was not in changing lanes, but you were talking about Ben Affleck. You're talking about Ben Affleck, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but it was changing lanes, and sum of all fears came out the same year. Some of all fears was good. It was all right. But my point is, is that he played the young Harrison Ford. I'm not buying it. Who? Are you fucking kidding Kenneth me? Kenneth Branagh? No, Ben Affleck. Oh, Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young, he played yeah. the young Jack Ryan. Well, you know you know who played the original Jack Ryan? Was in uh, Hunt for Red October. Was, um... Uh, I think it was Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah, that too! What the fuck? <laughs> All these different characters... That yeah, and that all these Sean different Connery. actors, Sean Connery and you there. want us to believe that this is all happening in the same timeline? They look nothing alike. They act nothing alike. Get your shit together, guy. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I stopped. I stopped watching that shit a long time ago. And I know the Amazon show is great, but I got better things to do than to watch a actually. I don't think it's reboot of a reboot of a reboot of a reboot of a reboot. I wasn't impressed it. by the uh, series. He's just milking his. He's milking, and I, and good for him. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Do everything with your franchise that you want as long as you keep getting well, your paychecks. Well, you know but, Tom Clancy died a few years ago. May he rest in peace. Yeah. That's so another thing for you, goddamn 2020. We're just going to blame 2020 for everything, just like we blame Trump No, I think he died in uh, 2019, but yeah. Fuck you, 2020. Um. So, yeah. So they figure out a way to reverse... See, this is the thing I don't understand. How did they get her to go back? Maybe this is a time travel movie. They got her to go back in time... Four days, and they don't tell you if it happened in real time, which would have meant they had to wait four days to start the operation for her to go back and do what she has to do in real time. Yeah. It's the convergence that happens towards the end of the movie, and why that ten seconds was so critical, because it's when the timelines converged, she did it too soon, and now she's causing problems for all these other motherfucking people that may or may not get out in time because they don't know what you're doing in the past. Yeah. That's fucking insane. She... Risked everything. And at the end, she was like, wait, you guys did it, right? Yeah, I, you, I knew you guys would figure it out. You fucking bitch. <laughs> Come on. You've had your doors open for you your entire life. You have no no men. You have nothing but yes men around you. You get everything for free, sweetheart. Yeah. It doesn't work like that for everybody else. You don't just get to fucking throw fate into the wind willy-nilly and expect the men around you to fix it. <laughs> So, Again, fans.aweeklate at gmail.com. <laughs> Send in all your angry emails. Uh, I think, uh, what was I going to say? Sorry, I, I had to get my, my broad head out. Yeah, well, see how easy once we, once we started, up. Once we started seeing all, we started, then, oh, let's talk about the scene where he fights himself. Oh, my God. Yeah. Good, bring that up. Go ahead. So... 
we get to a point where the, the, they're going reverse. They're going reverse so in time. Now, so now we're getting to the parts where these timelines are merging. Inverted they're, time. They're stopping themselves right. from doing what they set out to do and, to begin with. And then we come to find out. Much that like that all whole, of my relationships. That whole scene where they crashed the airplane. Oh. And, and they went inside. They let the gold and then out. He, he started fighting with this guy with a mask on. Then we find out it was actually himself. And the jet engine explosion was yeah. the point in time where he lets the crowd know, okay, this is where the com- the conversions of the timelines to the audience, right, to them begins. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah, that, the whole fight, and then and then we find out the other guy, uh, Robert Pattinson's character, knew the whole time that he was fighting himself. Yeah, but he didn't tell him because he he he, he works he, for him. Well, he knew it all ended up okay, so there's no reason to tell him. So, so uh, the protagonist uh, has a conversation with an Indian lady, Indian, right? Pakistani. Ah, uh, fuck! I'm gonna get heat for that. I'm not trying to be racist. I just don't know. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> My 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 uh, sister, Middle Eastern. My sister-in-law is. Uh, well, no, that's European, Middle European. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Oh. Why don't you keep digging holes for me that I can't get out of? <laughs> uh, my sister-in-law is uh, Trinidad Tobogan, and there's a lot of Indian British accents going on, so it's really hard for me to distinguish. So I'm not being racist. I'm just cultured, and I can't tell the difference. How about that? That's funny, Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobogan. Tobago. I know, but you said toboggan. I didn't say toboggan. Yes, you did. Did I? I said Trinidad and Toboggan? Yeah. That's hilarious. That might be what they call themselves. I think it is, because I'm cultured. That I'm thinking of a toboggan, you know, like slide. Yeah, I never put two and two together. That's hilarious. I edit this out at 42 minutes. I'm keeping everything in. I don't have time to edit any more, people. Um... Yeah, that's a really good point. So there, so he gets. In but that was mind blowing because we, yeah. we're watching him fighting himself, and he knew he was fighting himself. Right, the whole but time. I'm, I'm trying to explain to people why is because uh, we haven't even talked about the Indian. The, but he, but he didn't have a choice to. Can stop. I say? Can I say Southeast Asian? I guess. <laughs> or you're you're Asian. <laughs> oh my god. All right, I can't get myself. You're Asian, maybe the brown lady with the accent in the movie. Yeah. Um, that's not British, uh, which actually might be depending on her, okay, you know what, um, the brown lady, uh, knew about it the entire time, and what I was getting at is that the, she said you're a protagonist, you're not the protagonist. Right, you're not the only one who can save the world. But, at the end we find out his whole plight was that he hired himself from the future to save the future from the past. Mm-hmm. That shit just... This whole movie folds in on itself so beautifully that he is the protagonist. Right. He gave himself that name. And we don't know what his real name is. The entire movie. He doesn't have a name. Nobody calls... Hey, watch out, Chris! Nobody says that. Right. So, um... The, the convergence of the timelines, um, what you're talking about, uh, the explosion and the fight, uh, the jet explosion, um, when he's fighting himself. And at the very beginning of the movie, in the hallway, I was like, why is that guy crawling forwards? Like, what is he trying to do? And you're like, wait, he's going forwards and backwards at the same time. Because mm-hmm. now he's inverted. So it looked like he was 
crawling away from the gun, but he was trying to grab it the whole time. And we were watching the movie. It, this movie is basically the same forwards and backwards, mixed in with some flashbacks to let you know what's going on with the characters. And the and the last half of the movie is the first half of the movie in reverse, but it makes sense to you now. Yeah. That's how this movie blows your fucking mind. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, did we just cover the whole movie in less than two hours? <laughs> that's a first. It's possible. But, I mean, there's so much more to talk about, I don't think it's possible to say everything. And that's why I think maybe we, we need a fourth a follow-up mm -hmm. uh, once we watch, we both watch it again. Do you think we'll be doing, like, a Zoom watch with, with your wife? I don't know. We could. Wait, um, are you inviting me into a threesome? Whoa. What's happening whoa, 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 Wait. Whoa, whoa. Oh, I meant video, video. <laughs> a virtual threesome. <laughs> I mean, I can still be in bed with you, and none of you will be sexually attracted to me, so that's safe. Yeah, no, no. We'll be sitting in the same bed, but... <clears throat> But remind me, before I leave, um, I need to get you logged in to the account so that you can watch it. I mean, it's going to be available on Amazon by the time we see it. Uh, we watch. No, this... we're going to probably watch it, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe this weekend. I wow. might watch it again. I got a lot going on. Um, I start work on Monday, so... Well, no, you don't have to watch it. But uh, maybe next weekend. Um Anyway, what did we miss? We're missing something. We're gonna we're gonna wake up tomorrow and be like, fuck, we forgot to talk about this. The uh, the character you're talking about was uh, Priya, was her character's name, the um, Indian woman of. Uh, I believe she's it's from. pronounced Priya. Priya, Prius. See now that's racist. Uh, where is she from? I'm trying to find out. Well, can you focus on whether or not we're going to keep talking about the movie, or are we done? There's something I feel like we haven't talked about yet. Oh, first of all, the accents. Let's go back to that. Mm-hmm. There were scenes where I didn't know where Robert Patton's character was from. He was either British or American. His accent was fucking terrible in this movie. <laughs> you said he was gonna convince you said he was gonna convince me that he's a good actor. That's why he's shite. Mm. His his accent was inconsistent. He was too soft spoken and then too loud in other scenes, which all, all, we've obviously talked about the terrible audio in this movie. But I, I he doesn't convince me. But Saving grace for him, guess what? He was the comedy in this movie. I laughed at every, uh, almost everything he had to say, maybe because he sounded ridiculous every time, but also because he was given the comedy lines. He was the Jar Jar Binks of this Star Wars saga. And okay. I, and I hate him for that. Uh, more than I hated him before. He has not won me over. I think he stinks. He's not going to make a good Batman. And if he does, I'll be surprised. I, 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 I can't stand him. And I even asked you, I was like, he, you're, and then even his hair is inconsistent in this movie. <laughs> in one scene, when you meet him inside of the, uh, across the street from the huge, tall Indian mansion that we see at the beginning in the lobby, mm -hmm. they're sitting across a hotel or something from this guy's, uh, tower right, right, that they're right. supposed to infiltrate. And, his hair is all fucked up like he just came out of a windstorm. 
<laughs> and then the very next scene, they're on the outside of a building where the wind is blowing and his hair is perfectly straight. What the fuck is that about? Ah, uh, that I don't know. Not only is <clears throat> his are his scenes inconsistent, his his uh, accent is inconsistent. But the only thing that I can think that saves his hair is that guess what? He just did. He's already working for the guy that he's talking to, and his his hair is all fucked up because before he goes to talk to him, he already did something that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> That's the only saving grace in his movie. But why are his accents different? Time travel does not alter the way you speak. Right. You're still you. You still talk the way you do. Why were his accents different? Now, are we seeing two different versions of the same guy? Is that a hint? Or is it just a fuck up and inconsistency again, just like the sound design? Yeah, your guess is as good as mine. I hate his face. I can't stand him. And I don't think he's even that good of an actor. <laughs> I made the comment while we were watching the movie that he reminded me of Niles Crane from Frasier. Why do I hate him so much? I don't want to hate like his, him. His jaw, I want to love everybody. His jawline, and, except for the receding hair. Pattinson just... Yeah. In this movie, he looked like Niles Crane to me. <laughs> I don't think he looked like him. He just reminded you of that character. When he had the British accent. What? Did, who did he remind you of when he had the American accent? Exactly. I'm just talking about his look, not, not the That's voice. what I'm saying. He reminds you yeah. of him. It, it, he doesn't look like him. His manner isn't no, sure like that matched. But I it just... Well, you, did, you missed the joke, but I appreciate that. I said if he didn't... If he reminds you of... of uh, Niles Crane with his British accent. Who does it remind you of in his American accent, which both appeared in this movie inconsistently? I didn't notice that. I did. Okay. It was a joke. It was a well, joke. It, it actually are both. It, the answer is both Niles, uh, because Niles, the way he speaks is almost British. His accent in they both have British accents. No. You're going to tell me Frasier doesn't have a British accent and he's American? Correct. Frasier is an American character. Right. Why does he speak like he's British? Well, I think both of them, because they're from the Northeast. or Well, originally they were from Seattle. They live in Seattle. But he was... His cheers took place in the Northeast, so in I don't know. Boston? That, that, that's a Boston accent. That's not a British Boston, accent. Boston. Boston. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? I've seen Frasier twice. It's all just the, the way, way through. That, the way that they talk. It's, They're very British. It's posh. Uh, Their dad's even white, and he speaks like a Bostonian. May he rest in peace. Do you know he's actually from? He was actually born in England. John. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. But he didn't have a British accent because he grew up here. Yeah, yeah. But that's my point. Like, I never understood that about Fraser. Why do they have British accents? They're fucking American. I never noticed the British accent. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? It was the po yes, they had posh accents because they were snobby, you know. Miles, Niles, let's go to the fucking news. It was shall like we? Stewie. It's like no, Stewie. no, listen. It's like Stewie. Niles, let's go to the fucking opera, shall we? That's how they speak. That's fucking British. You know I'm right. Uh, You've never fucking noticed that before. Why does Stewie from Family Guy have a British accent? They're, they're making fun of Fraser. <laughs> right. You never got that? No. Are they really? Come on, man. I don't know if we can be friends after this episode. I have never heard that. Never heard that they were making fun of Fraser with Stewie's character. That's what I get from it. They can't understand the baby anyway. He can talk in whatever accent he wants. That's another inconsistency with Family Guy. 
the dog and the baby can understand each other, but the the adults can't understand the baby or but they can understand Brian. Yeah. What's up with that? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> fuck Family Guy. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Don't fuck Family Guy. Family Guy is funny. But there are inconsistencies and they're doing it as a burn. Yeah. They're doing it as a burn. Why doesn't anybody realize that Niles and Fraser speak in an English accent? It's, it's fucking because, maddening. It's because they're so... They're proper. So, they're so proper and they're so educated. that the, the education system they went through taught them the certain manners... And, and but tell me they don't speak. Next time you're you're not going to be able to hear this. It's like an American version. Next time version. you watch Fraser, you're going to send me an it's apology. A, no, it's an American version. No, of, no, no, Brit- no, no, no. of British. No, 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 no. Of a British accent. They speak in British accents. That in the entire fucking series. It's an American version of you that. go you go and watch the next series. You're not the next the next episode. Whatever you're going to watch of Fraser. You, I, the next fucking thing I expect from you, according to Fraser, is I'm sorry, you're I right. Just, They're speaking in British I accents. just finished watching the whole series like six months ago. You're delusional. You're fucking delusional. <laughs> all I right, can't all believe right. I just <laughs> let you work on my work computer. You upgraded my you upgraded my fucking work computer, and you don't think that Fraser is speaking in a British accent? No. What's wrong with you? No, no, I don't. You're delusional. It's an American version You're of a British accent. You're fucking delusional. Alright, well... You know what? I rescind my, my Christmas present to you. Oh. You're never getting it. Burn. Try to, try to play the PlayStation without a controller. You I can. could take back my presents, too. I, I rescind my rescinding. I'm taking back Golden no, Groove. No, 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 no. Okay, shut up. All Gold, right, all golden right. Groove. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't take back any of my presents. <laughs> I immediately regret saying that. Uh, All right. Okay. Uh, anything else? Um. No. We had no. fun, and we 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 knocked it down to uh, a little bit less than usual. But yeah, I think it's going to be a little shorter than uh, previous podcasts, which for people sure. have been asking. But it's still two hours long. Whatever. Um. Now we one th- one last thing that we mm-hmm. didn't discuss is. Did you hear that? That was my knee. I can't even imagine what went into the choreography of the fight scenes. Yeah, you're right. Because we about that. certain, listen, the scenes where he was fighting himself, so good. It's it's almost like he was fighting himself in reverse on one side, but not in reverse on the other side. Can I bring? It's crazy. Well, can I bring something up? I recently watched uh, that Will Smith movie where he fights himself. Oh, this yeah. did it ten thousand times better oh yeah but to be fair i think chris nolan had a small cheat in which he was able to put a mask on just some random black dude (laughs) am i racist again (laughs) jesus christ and then run run the same scene twice Mm -hmm. the protagonist as himself doing his own. Well, punching. no, no, no. You might not be too far off because they they could because he was wearing a mask. They could easily have had anybody That's else. That's what in I'm there. saying. Right, right. In in the Will Smith movie, I think it was called uh, Gemini Man. Twinsies. Yeah. Twinsies. Um, better, better, better title than uh, Gemini Man. But yeah, uh, they had to CG his younger face on somebody else's on his stunt double. And then they had to perform the same scene three or four times because uh, Will Smith wanted to play and fight himself, just like they did in Tenet. They pulled it off better in Tenet without CG than they did in CG in Gemini Man. Oh, wow. 
Did you do a, a but, podcast on Gemini Man? I, no, I didn't. No, you didn't. Okay. Um, but I remember you telling me how garbage the movie was. It wasn't. <laughs> the CG was garbage. I thought it was supposed to be way better. Um, and here's something that I said. I think I linked to earlier when I was talking about uh, Chris Nolan saying that you guys should go out and watch this in IMAX because that, that's how it was meant to be watched. Um, I believe John Woo directed Gemini Man, and he said the same thing about his movie. So if you don't go watch this in theaters, it's going to look like shit. Because he said this out loud. Uh-huh. The technology I created isn't able to be displayed by current technology. That's uh, bullshit. Yeah. You can't make future tech. Unless you're James Cameron, you can't make future... And that turned out shitty, too. <laughs> Don't try to do something that's beyond technology because when technology catches up movie? to it... Did Cameron the, do that? The Smurf movie? Did James Cameron do that? Yeah. What was it called? Of course I'm not going to watch the fucking Smurf. Oh, the Smurf movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about uh, Pandora. All that bullshit. That movie was trash. Pandora? That's the world they live in. The blue fucking tall creatures. What was the name of the movie? I don't know. You fucking brought it up. <laughs> I always forget the name of the movie. Because it's forgettable. It's garbage. Uh, he was talking about shooting this Avatar. shit. Avatar. Avatar. Shooting this shit in 3D. You got to go watch it in IMAX 3D because when you watch it at home, you're not going to be able to fucking... Yeah. Yeah. It was you Avatar. can't create future technology that's going to be displayed on displays that you shot the technology in. I don't care how good you think it is. By the way, Avatar has an 83 Metascore. Fuck everybody. The Smurf movie. Smurf movie. When you said that, there is an actual Smurf movie. I know, I know. So don't... The live-action Smurf movie. They actually have one of those, too. Oh, jeez. Wasn't, um... Yeah, Hen Her Harry... What's-his-face from The Simpsons played Gargamel. There's a live-action Smurf movie out there, and he played... The guy that does the voice for The Simpsons? Hank. Hank Azaria. Azaria. He played Gargamel in the live-action Smurf oh, movie. Geez. So when you said that, I immediately went to that. I'm like, there's no way Kirk Cameron did a Smurf movie. <laughs> I call Avatar the Smurf movie. Yeah. Well, as an avid movie watcher, that threw me out. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. Uh, I, I don't care what you say. You can't create a new, techno a, a new technology... New file types that are going to be recognized by future programs that don't understand your shitty concept of what the future is. Right. You, it doesn't exist yet. You can't tell us it looks better on. Now I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing Alec Baldwin's version of of Trump. <laughs> it can't look better on something that's never been designed before. Okay. Okay. Now this is the Jimmy Fallon Trump. I gotta tell you. Okay. It's fantastic. You see the difference? That's how you do impersonations. Okay. Without making it political. I've never been good at impersonations, so... What have you been good at? Did you did you fucking put something on my computer to make me think like you? I don't like that. Oh. Wow, sabotage. It's a little Trojan horse. A little Trojan horse. <laughs> um, anything Small else Small but add? effective. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I would make a personal joke, uh, but I'm not going to because it's very sensitive. <laughs> um, I, you know what? Um, can we talk about the final scene where they finally pull it off, and her 10-second uh, fiasco almost killed the entire world? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, no, that wasn't the final scene. The final scene was when he met back up in the car with the, with the Indian. Oh, yeah. The so Indian we're talking woman. about the, the last two scenes, and then we'll wrap it up, I promise. So her 10-second blunder, she gets to kill her husband, and she sets it up very nicely to where she pours, like, sunscreen on the ground, on the deck, and we're all wondering why. It's like, oh, it's very slippery. She fucking kills him and dumps his body... She un she undoes like the the chains that go out to the side of the deck to protect people. Mm-hmm. She pulls off fooling him because of the the ruse, uh, a term I learned in Clerks. Ruse. I don't appreciate your ruse, ma'am. I'm sorry. What? Your ruse. Your failed attempt to fool me. <laughs> um, he falls for the ruse. He knows exactly what's going on, and he's talking. To the guy at the end scene, and this is something that you missed. He gets stuck at the gate. The protagonist gets stuck at the gate, uh, wanting to stop the detonation of, uh, or not the detonation, but the the beginning heist to begin with. Um, which proves my point. If you're not paying attention to this movie, and you miss a couple of seconds like you did multiple times... Uh, you were staring down at your phone when the keychain that we saw at the end belonged to Pattinson, the master lockpicker, which confirms the fact that he was hired by the protagonist and manipulating time the whole time to make sure that his mission got done in the first place. Right. So he was on the other side of the, the gate, and he's the one that took the reverse bullet. After he picked the lock, which was which allowed the protagonist to go through and have the final fight. At which point, uh, he was able to grab onto the sled and the the piece, the final three pieces hooked together as one that would complete the the atomic machine. Right. So, her ten seconds delayed that, and Robert Pattinson's character that ended up being the Hummer going to and coming from the same scene was like, fuck it, this is all almost over. I'm going to go against the clock and just hit the gas. Zero hour has happened. If I'm wrong, I don't pull anybody up. If I'm right, <clears throat> I save the planet. Right. And he did that. And he ended up saving the people on the sled with the three parts, right? Yeah. So, if they hadn't pulled that shit off, she would have been wrong. And the whole world is over. Uh, so, they pull it off, and, and there's an explosion that happens underground. And there's this huge crater that starts forming. And one of the gimmicks that I hate the most is when people are running away from a catastrophe that's happening immediately after them. And they just... Happened like John Cusack did that in 2020, a movie called 2020. Wow, 2012. Well, let's call it 2020. It was 2012. It was 2012, and um, I hated that the entire movie they were running away from something all, all the time crumbling behind them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did that <clears> once <throat> in this movie, and I hated it. Uh, and then, and then there's this section where the ground crumbles un- beneath them. And then he pulls them up still by keep like keeping 
on and driving. Yeah, it happened twice. Their their necks would have been broken by the impact of just the speed at he was at which he was going, and and then he dropped crumble twice. Crumble. Yeah. Uh, last twist we'll talk about, and then we'll get out of here. One person can leave this situation knowing everything that's going on. I thought they were all going to be in another. Again, I'm being racist. A Mexican stand down. Lawyer, didn't he say no? No man can leave? No. They, they at least one person. Well, I guess no man. Uh, that's a, I guess that's another fault. No man fault. can leave knowing what we know? Knowing well, I guess that's another fault because they went, they went in to try to get the pieces and there were only two of them. Now there are three. <coughs> and so, yeah, you're right. None of them... None of them can do that, but in the in the non-linear kill kill each other basically. Yeah, I thought that that's what was going to happen. At least one of them was going to leave alive and, and go away with one of the entire piece made out of three pieces. Mm. The last twist was that they're all such good people that they let each other live and they rewrite the timeline by saying, you know what? Since none of these, since all these pieces are still apart and we're all the only ones that know about them, I trust you enough. To stay alive for however long you want. When you get rid of this, kill yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to come back to bite them in the ass in this The sequel. honor system. Yeah. And that's a huge... I don't believe in the honor system anymore. I started my company on it. I will not. I will not do it anymore. I've gone 12 years without making any money with handshakes. <laughs> uh, I'm tired of people stealing money from me and forgetting about me when they go big. Yeah. Well... I think uh, you and I uh, can trust each other that we're not going to leave one the other person behind. I got a surprise for you when you leave. You're going to oh. see a different version of me masked up. I'm going to steal your BMW and everything. Uh, I didn't drive in the Beamer today. Oh, God damn it. The Chrysler. You got, you got, you got me. I'll still take the Chrysler, though. <laughs> You're going to meet a, a, a masked version. I shouldn't say this because if it really happens, I'll feel bad. You meet a mass version of me outside my own house, you're like, ha-ha, Darren, and then you get shot. <laughs> That's not good. Anything to add? Go plug yourself. We'll get the fuck out of here. Oh, no, I think I think we're good. Um, great movie. I, I can't wait to watch it again and, and, and recognize... Yeah, let me know. Recognize all the things we're that... We're definitely going to do a stereo podcast on that in the, in the near future. Whenever you watch it with your lovely wife, let me know. But I'm Aaron Field. Uh, you can check me out on all the social uh, sites. At AaronFieldMusic dot or not done at AaronFieldMusic. Um, my website is AcousticAF.com. Check out all you can my do music. AirFamilyMusic.com as well. No, just well, my website is Aaron'sMusic.com, oh, so sorry. it's a little different. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> Aaron'sMusic.com, um, AcousticAF.com. I'm on. You know, check me out on YouTube. I got quite a few videos on there, and uh, I shit. think you'll like what you hear. And is I got I got a Instagram? new song. I got yeah, I'm on Instagram. I've got a new um, a new song in the works that I'm hoping to uh, finish up here soon. Nice. And uh, release, I'll be releasing that on uh, my also, website. Also, you produced the soon-to-be-released, hopefully. Uh, we did an entire review, City on a Hill. It's going to be 11 bonus episodes, or maybe 10. We, have, we still haven't figured that out. Once we figure that out, uh, it should be on its own playlist on SoundCloud, but... Um, we haven't figured the logistics out of that yet, uh, which is why it's been taking so long to release. 
Um, just like my ex-girlfriend. Ooh. Hey, yo. Um, my name is Darren Torres, a.k.a. Analysis49. Um, you can find me on all the socials at A Week Late. Um, a Week Late.com, Facebook.com slash A Week Late Podcast. Find me on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Google Play, because they don't know what the fuck they're doing yet. <laughs> uh, I was supposed to email Amazon about my current status because they owe me. Uh, I was one of the first people to sign on, and you can't find me on fucking Amazon yet, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, what else am I missing? iHeartRadio. Yeah. Um, something called Himalaya, if anybody cares. Instagram at a weekly stereo uh, Twitch. Yes. Check us out on the stereo app. And I am on Twitch. Um a week late on stereo. Just really cool um new app where you can just pop in and listen to our conversations as they happen in real time. We're working out a way to incorporate that into the new format that we're going into. We're still working on it. We're learning. Um things are evolving in twenty twenty one. Um and I'm missing something, Aaron. What did I not plug yet? I don't know. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Twitch. Twitch, Stereo. iHeartRadio, <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> anyway. It's too many to keep track of. I know. <laughs> How do I feel? Oh, for people on Twitch, um, I, am, I have already started playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I might be streaming that soon. I'm going to be finishing up my Spider-Man series. I know it's been a while because of the holiday, but I will do my last uh, episode, I promise. The 100% completion on Spider-Man um, on PS4. Oh, my gamer tag, analysis underscore 489 on PlayStation uh, Network. Um, everywhere else, it's analysis 49 without the underscore. For some reason... Um, PlayStation won't let me do it. Won't let me keep my original game tag. I don't know why. My game ah. tag. Because Sony stinks. But that, that uh, happened to me on eBay many years ago. So. so speaking of stereo, shout out to all my new stereo friends and um, convincing me to keep going that I'm doing something right and that I'm actually funny. Thank you for confirming that. Uh, fans at gmail .com for all the angry uh, emails I will get from this episode once it gets posted. My name is Darren Torres, a.k.a. Analysis49. On behalf of Mr. At Aaron Field Music, we will speak to you a week ago, which that phrase a week ago was included in Tenet. Yes, it was. And I laughed, and he had no idea why, and I sounded like a crazy person. <laughs> uh, Chris Nolan owes me money for using my phrase. I think it's trademarked. I think I can actually sue him for that. I will let you know what's going I'll on. look with, into that. I will let you know what's going on with <clears> suing <throat> my favorite director. Uh, okay, that's never going to happen. All right. Cheers, and we will see you a week ago. Peace. Have a good one.